Welcome to On the Road with the Legal Talk Network. I'm Joe Patrice, and it's a pleasure to be here with you. Today, we're recording live from the ABA Tech Show 2022 in Chicago, Illinois, in person, in like we're really here for a change. It's amazing. Anyway, joining me now, I have Judge Scott Schlegel from Jefferson Parish, Louisiana. I had to say, I had to check my brain to say parish, because, you know. We have parishes in the state of Louisiana. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so uh, we're here to talk all things Napoleonic Code. Uh, yeah, but no. Uh, so welcome to the show. Well, thank you for having me. The, the, <laughs> the last time I was on this show was March of 2019 at the Ooh. ABA Tech Show with Lawrence Coletti. And, uh, Who's that? Yeah, right. I've Who's never that? heard of that yeah. guy. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, he's in the room. Whatever. Um, <laughs> but yes, no, uh, that's awesome. Uh, so I have been telling the story that the last time I was here physically... The literal last thing I did before getting on a plane is I was upstairs at the hotel uh, bar area chatting with somebody who said, this was March 2020, he said, do you think this COVID thing's really going to shut things down? And I was like, nah. (laughs) (laughs) So that's the one time I've been wrong. Uh, Well, okay, so let's talk pandemic. So people had to make adjustments. What's it like on the court system side to like deal with, oh, people can't show up anymore? Well, as you can imagine, the the court system is built around the courthouse. Yeah. And uh, everything that we do is in a physical building. So that was extremely challenging to keep the wheels of justice moving forward. Yeah. Uh, Thankfully, we were using Zoom before Zoom was a word. And so we were able to scale that to literally every different type of case and every type of hearing within weeks. For listeners who, uh, when he says before Zoom was a word, it used to be the word Skype. (laughs) But yeah, um, we were actually chatting about this before we went on Mike that uh, has anybody screwed up a business moment more than Skype did? Uh, They had 100% market penetration and then dropped it uh, right when the ball came in their court. So, okay, so how... You know, you run kind of the the tech for your court systems and stuff. Like, what what decisions did you have to make? Like, obviously, you were doing Zoom before Zoom, but like, what else needs to be done to keep the wheels of justice rolling tech wise? Well, first of all, we had to make sure that the criminal justice system kept moving forward. So we were able to pause the civil justice system and and had to. Yeah. Uh, but you can't pause. Uh, the criminal justice system, folks. At least according to the Constitution. (laughs) You know, folks are still being arrested. They still need to be seen. They still need bail setting. They still need to get through the system. So uh, we were able to literally have to start getting iPads in the jail. And and as you can imagine, the way that jails and prisons are built, it is not very easy or simple to just get iPads into the jail. Uh, you know, we have these thick walls. You have very limited technology that's even going in and out of, of prison walls. So that was very challenging, uh, to say the least. Um, we then had to figure out how to get all these different devices in the different justice partners' hands. So we're not going to the courthouse anymore, but you still need to be able to communicate with one another. So how do we get this hardware in the hands of the justice partners that need it? Mm-hmm. And how do we make sure that they have the necessary bandwidth in their homes? Yeah. Most folks have the same router 
yeah. that you've had since you signed up for your internet. And a lot of these devices just weren't putting out the bandwidth necessary. Or if you have it at home, you were getting you know, maybe five to 10 gigabits per second, and that just wasn't good enough for what we were trying to accomplish. So just the simple things that you take for granted now, yeah. we had to kind of work through, uh, how do you get a court reporter to, to court report from home? Yeah. You know? So these are just a lot of things, and a lot of court reporters are no longer stenographers. Right. So, you know, if you're not, don't have a stenographer, well, how are you recording? Are you just using the Zoom feature to record? I would, you know. Is that, yeah. Is, they, is that a is true court reporting? Yeah, you yeah. Know? So, I mean, we just had to work through all these issues that no one even considered or contemplated prior to the pandemic. Uh, but we did a very good job in Jefferson Parish and uh, scaling that model. And all of our justice partners are great. The DAs, the public defenders, everybody was, we just need to get it done. Yeah. Um, when we had to deal with PC type hearings or motions to suppress, I mean, we had uh, detectives testifying from their, court, from their vehicles. Um, wow. You know, so it, it was a, a challenge, but with the partners working together, we were able to get through the first, you know, three to six months, which were very challenging. Wow. Yeah, no, I could imagine that the first little bit. I mean. It, I was up in New York. I I'm not practicing, but I like I was talking to people, and they it was just absolute chaos those first couple of months. So yeah. it's amazing that you were already like, okay, here's what here's our plan. Right? You know? Yeah. Yeah. In the iPad thing, I never would have thought of, but yeah. Yeah. The other the other uh, great tool that we had was you know we were already using Slack, so we already had eight different agencies on Slack. So we were well again everything we were already doing, we we're able to scale to other areas of law. So if we were using it in specialty courts for our drug court model, we're able to scale it to all of our other justice partners, all the chiefs of trials, all of the chief public defenders, all of the head law enforcement, and they really just starting to just add channels and add people to the platform. The, the moral of the story, uh, to the extent people need morals to stories, is you know get ahead of things, yeah. basically. Because the fact that you already had the bones basically built allowed you to scale up. So uh, if anyone is listening who is uh, running a court with a bunch of paper, uh, you <laughs> should learn from this to, uh, to get in. So, all right, so Zoom, iPads, any other like products that uh, Slack we mentioned, like what, what other products do you really feel helped get you through this? Well, you, you just mentioned yeah. paper. The big ones, yeah. You, know, you, just, well, you just said you mentioned paper. I mean, <laughs> the justice system is built around the horse and buggy. Yeah. It's built around taking physical pieces of paper and putting them in wire baskets. Um, and again, we prior to the pandemic, we're already using Calendly and Acuity for online scheduling. We're already using uh, websites such as Squarespace or Wix to build your websites and then had to start just taking all those paper forms and converting them into PDF fillable or uh, utilizing Document to do guided forms so that we were able to, once we actually were able to go up and running and actually start taking pleas of guilty again, we were able to simply put it all online, have the lawyers fill it out, push them into breakout rooms and have them visit with their clients and actually go through the forms which were all online on websites that I personally built right. using Squarespace for $220 a year. So, you know, it, it really doesn't take that much money to do this. It really is understand your workflow, build your partnerships, and then pick your tech stack. And right. however it looks like for you, uh, you really can do this for, you know, $100,000 a year pretty simply. Wow. Yeah, no, it, it, the, the, the fact that you mentioned cost is important because every time I hear from a court system about not modernizing, it's always, well, that would cost too much money. And it just doesn't. 
is. It that, can, yeah. depending upon how sophisticated you are. Well, right. You know, so, I mean, if you're going to utilize Slack as large as we use, you're going to start spending some money. If you're going to start using Teams and all those other products, it just depends on what you're trying to accomplish. Right. Um, so, use, you know, you got to find out what your budget is. And, yeah. and, you know, obviously you have to consider security issues because obviously we're the court. You have to think about retention rates because we're public records. So, you know, yeah, you have fair. to think about those types of things. You have to think about, you know, your servers and everything else. So, it's not that simple. But it is if you start thinking through the process and you know, kind of just look at what happens in the private sector and repurpose all the products that are using that you use on a daily basis and say, how can I make that work for the justice system? Oh, so that's interesting. So the the private sector, obviously because they have more money, is going to be a little bit ahead. Uh, so do you routinely in your role running kind of tech, do you routinely chat with the people in the private sector? Be like, hey, what are you all using? You know. Uh, I, uh -oh. I come to the tech show so that I can look at what's existing <laughs> right. and say, I like that. Have you ever considered for the justice system? Because when you look at the products out there, nothing is designed for the justice system. Right, exactly. And if, and if you try and hire somebody to design a product for the justice system, typically it's closed source, typically it's proprietary, typically you can't have any open APIs or anything where you can control your data. But they've already spent millions and millions of dollars in the private sector, probably billions of dollars, point, developing yeah. these products. So why would I go and get a new system instead of saying, oh, Calendly is $150 a year for a license that I can use as text and email reminders with Zoom integration for the civil and the criminal justice system so I can cut down on photos to appear for the exact same $150. Wow. Yeah. And so we use that and scale it throughout the justice system, whether that's case managers for our specialty courts, whether that's the court itself for criminal or civil proceedings. Really, that's just a simple, basic product that everybody uses that listening to this legal talk network, everybody uses Calendly or Acuity. Right, yeah. They do. So we're just using those products. So, okay, so you, obviously, criminal was the first priority. When did, I'm just curious at this point, like when did civil come back kind of online for you all? Like, how did that work? What was that going on, you know? You know, within the first month or two. I mean, okay. we didn't, we, we literally stayed operational the whole time. Oh, wow. Um, and because, again, we already had, the, we already had the, the bones to do it. We just had to scale it. So the judges and the lawyers who weren't using these products, you just scale. And it's difficult and it was challenging and, and folks did not like it for the first few months. But then as the pandemic continued to move on, it was, look, if we're going to get business done, yeah. we need to use these products. Wow. Um, and so we were able to, and as the courthouse opened up physically, we then were able to use these products to stagger because we couldn't have these dockets of a hundred and some odd criminal cases anymore. So we were able to use these these tools to stagger our dockets. Okay. And so you could say, hey, come at 9, 10, or 11. And again, I was already doing that. So we were able to just scale that model and it was very good for social distancing purposes. Uh, we started to utilize a lot of the check-in. So if you go to a big office right yeah. now and you go to check-in, you actually have to check in on an iPad. It takes your picture of you. It sends a notification. Right. I took that before the pandemic was even around <laughs> and used that for specialty courts so uh -huh. that when folks needed to go meet their case managers or take a drug screen, we were simply doing a check-in so it notified the right case manager that their client was there. We knew the time and date that they showed up. So we used that same product and scaled it for everybody coming to the courthouse so that we could then let folks stay in their cars and we would just text them when it was time for their case to come in. Wow, yeah. Products that already exist in the yeah. private sector. I feel like I, of this whole conversation, that it's like a, a weird 
you're not obviously endorsing things, but it's almost like a weird buyer's guide of like, if you're out there and need stuff, Slack's out there, Calendly's out there, like, like I, all these products. Uh, but this is why uh, legal tech's important, uh, you know, and why it needs to consider the judges, not just the lawyers, <laughs> and even though the lawyers point. have the money. Uh, <laughs> none of this is meant to endorse any specific exactly. product. There's a disclaimer. Right. But it's the concept. Yeah. You, know, you know, use Slack or Teams. There's other products out there. Use Calendly or Qity. There's other online products out there. These are simply ones that I've, you know, yeah, the, fallen the, yeah. down on and, and selected. Yeah, and I think it's useful for folks, even though you aren't endorsing, to, to hear these and be like, oh, I could get that. Uh, that's accessible to me, you know? And yep. yeah. And if no. you uh, go to onlinejudge.us and go to my bio page, my tech stack's on there. So again, no reason to reinvent the wheel. Just go take yeah. whatever you want, call me personally. I'll happily answer your questions and help you set your, your court system up. Well, that's actually a good transition because one of the things I have to read as part of the sign out here is how do people get a hold of you? And I think you just gave it, but how do people get a hold of you? Onlinejudge.us, onlinejudge.us. Nice, nice. Well, we have reached uh, the end of the road. Oh, God, it pains me every time I have to do this like pun. Uh, we have reached the end of the road here on On the Road uh, with the Legal Talk Network. Anyway, Thank you for joining me here today, uh, Judge Schlegel. I want to say to everyone out there, thank you for joining us listening virtually. You know, uh, you should be subscribing to all the various uh, shows so you get these when they drop. You now know how to get, get a hold of uh, Judge Schlegel if you need. And uh, yeah, thanks. Uh, give re ratings on all the various services, you know, that exist out there. Anyway, thanks for listening to On the Road. If you'd like more information about what you've heard today, please visit LegalTalkNetwork.com. Subscribe via iTunes and RSS. Find us on Twitter and Facebook. Or download our free Legal Talk Network app in Google Play and iTunes. The views expressed by the participants of this program are their own and do not represent the views of, nor are they endorsed by, Legal Talk Network, its officers, directors, employees, agents, representatives, shareholders, and subsidiaries. None of the content should be considered legal advice. As always, consult a lawyer. Thank you.